1: And, uh, Dirk, we got a big show lined up for him today. And don't forget, guys, join us next Monday at Quaker Steak and Lube. We're going to be back in action in person. We've kind of got some, um, what do you want to call it? Uh, leftovers? I don't want to call it leftovers, but all these. We got kind of a,
0: almost an awards type show. Yeah. You know, we got a couple of sprint car champions and uh, we got a rookie of the year and the late models and, you know, So
1: these are all kind of so we've been doing a lot of track champions interviews and now we're kind of doing, I guess, the series champions interviews or one off things that that we haven't gotten a chance to talk to people about. Like, so that's what's going to want on Monday at Quaker Steak and Lube. We'll get that event put out. Hopefully uh, it'll be out today and we'll get a schedule thrown together. But there's going to be plenty of interviews to go around and uh, people to talk to. And we still got a ton of interviews left to do. Uh, So we are not slowing down uh, for the holiday season at all. Make sure you join us on Monday at Quaker Steak and loop. We'd love to see you guys out there and enjoy one of those new steak skillets that uh, I'm a huge fan of lately.
0: It was pretty good. I tried my first one last Monday night. It was pretty good.
1: Pretty tasty. All right, coming up uh, in turn number one, we're going to cover all the headlines that we haven't gotten to or didn't get a chance to get to or have happened since we last talked. And uh, in turn number two, we're going to sit down with Ottawa dragway champion Tony Peterson. We had a great conversation with him a couple of weeks ago about his track championship. So we're going to uh, play that interview coming up in turn number two. Uh, let's start off locally with Beatrice Speedway announced uh, last week that after a 17 year hiatus, they're going to bring a US MTS sanctioned race to uh, Beatrice Speedway in 2024, Uh, and I did see their tentative schedule get released. Tommy Denton released that, Uh, and I'm trying to scan it real quick to find that USMTS race because I missed what date it was.
0: That must have been one of those specials when we talked with him a couple weeks ago that he hadn't got buttoned up yet.
1: Yeah, must have been. Uh, It's going to be really cool to see USMTS back there. I I know that uh, Modifieds have kind of struggled in this area, but USMTS usually brings a pretty good contingency of cars, and I haven't got to see uh, an actual USMTS race for a couple of weeks. A couple of years, excuse me.
0: (laughs) A couple of weeks.
1: (laughs) And as I'm scanning the article, I'm seeing that it's going to be coming up Wednesday, June 19th. So that's going to be a Wednesday night show. Uh, USMTS Modifieds, plus they're going to have sport mods on the bill also.
0: That's that's enough for a midweek show.
1: I think so, two classes, you'll probably get somewhere around, you know, maybe 20, 25 modifieds with it being USMTS sanctioned and and you'll probably get around 30, 35 sport modifieds. A Wednesday might be a little bit of a difficult draw. That's why I'm I'm kind of going a little bit lower there. Well,
0: I think just depending on what USMTS schedule is on the couple of days before and a couple of days after,
1: yeah. they might get 30
0: to 40 USMTS cars. there.
1: Ooh. That is a big number. I like you know, it, though. It,
0: it, it, well, if they're doing a swing through the area and they got to race somewhere either Monday or Tuesday, I mean, USMTS used to come up here, and they would do a swing that was like nine or ten days long. Yeah. Nine different tracks in nine days.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, well, they start out and hit like Harlan. and uh, Well, they do Harlan and Dennison and Park Jefferson and uh, – Well, not Sunset, but they do I-80. I don't think the USMPS ever came to Sunset, but they did I-80 and Eagle. And like I said, they just ran a whole series all the way through here for, you know, a week and a half.
1: Yeah. If you want to hear the Tommy Denton interview we did a couple of weeks ago, he talked about the Beatrice Speedway 2024 schedule, the tentative one. Uh, Do you want to go through it again, or should we just refer to people to go back and listen to that? Because it doesn't sound like there's a lot of changes other than, We've got some uh, race saver dates and I believe a Malvern Bank 360 date got added to the schedule too, but I can't remember exactly what all dates he talked about.
0: Well, I, I remember he talked about the sprint car dates, but he said he had some other stuff he was working on. And like I said, this USMTS show must have been one of those.
1: Mm-hmm. But,
0: uh, yeah, he gave a pretty good rundown of what his schedule is. So you can get it from the horse's mouth if you go back a few weeks and listen, because it wasn't that long ago we played that.
1: No, oh, absolutely not. Uh Uh, Peruse through our uh, inventory of episodes And uh, and we'd love for you guys To listen to those Uh, So that is basically the 2024 schedule For uh, Beatrice Speedway Uh, And that's um, Off the top of my head That's all the local news that I had
0: We've got a little bit of
1: national stuff To talk about unless I missed something Dirk
0: Well I was just going to say They uh, got everything set up for the SLMR and 360 banquet
1: Oh yeah you messaged me about that over the weekend
0: um, I don't remember the days it's in January and it's out at the post on, uh, which is out in Ralston, I guess. Okay. Never been there. It's a, uh, event venue,
1: mm-hmm. hmm.
0: but I don't remember the days. I, I want to say the 20th, the night or the 20th, but I'm not sure. I know that's a Saturday.
1: Let's see. I can, I'm kind of scrolling through some of their, uh, their posts to see. If uh, not seeing it on their schedule. So you said it was the Malvern Bank SLMR. Uh, Yeah,
0: I know it's the Malvern Bank 360s. I thought it was a dual banquet with the SLMR.
1: Kind of feels like something they they might as well do together. Uh, Saturday, January 20th is when the uh, Malvern Bank East and West and the uh, Malvern Bank 360 season championship banquets are.
0: So it's, it is all three then.
1: looks like it's a trifecta. Yep. Anthony's going to be a busy boy that night.
0: Yeah, I was pretty sure it was, and I even had the date, right? So yep. that's good.
1: There you go. Uh, so that's going no, on Saturday, man, Saturday, January 20th. Typically it, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm laughing a little bit. Cause, uh, uh, <laughs> a rare moment that there was a mistake made when, uh, when posting a, an event on, uh, on a, on a, uh, Uh, an an event like this Um, it's they accidentally tagged the wrong location. So it's the Mykenea event center in Indiana, which which is absolutely not correct. (laughs) (laughs) I'll have to message Lisa. I mean, uh, whoever takes care of that page (laughs) shouldn't call her out like that. Although she, she she took no qualms to call me out when I kept getting the uh, payout wrong for the, high, noo- the uh, high Noon High Limits show at Eagle. It, whether it be the High Limits or the High Bank Showdown or the, you know, whatever race it was. it I don't know if she was calling me out or just correcting me, but anyways. So that event is, is not in Indiana. It's at the Post Event Center. Uh, like you said, in Ralston on Saturday, January 20th. Tickets uh, are available, by the way. Um, see if... It says how much tickets are. Looks like they said they're going to post uh, a link to purchase tickets on here, and I haven't seen that yet. So uh, I think that event was just created Monday, looks like.
0: Yeah, I saw the deal. I, I don't know what day I messaged you about it.
1: You know, oh, I'm, I think I, it was on Friday or Saturday.
0: I was thinking Friday, but I'm not positive.
1: Anyways. So if you guys want to go to that, it's always a good time. Uh, they always do a good thing. And I, I'd love the little, uh, in between, uh, of war handing out awards. They do the, the little games. I hope, I hope Lisa and, and uh, Shelby keep doing those. Cause I, I think those are a lot of fun for people. And uh, there were some really <laughs> funny moments that I wish could have been caught on camera that, uh, probably is better for the internet than it doesn't, but, <laughs> uh, cool deal there. Um, all right. Yeah, so you
0: got on the sixth about it. So. On the 6th? Yeah. Wow. Last week, that would have been like Tuesday or Wednesday.
1: Wow. All right. So it's been up for a little while longer than that. Uh, national News, Hunt Brothers Pizza announced that they are going to be shifting over to Joey Logano and Penske Racing for their sponsorship. I think I saw they're going to be sponsoring seven races. Oh, I, just, I didn't see the race amount, but I just saw it was a multi-year deal. Uh, longtime sponsor of uh, Kevin Harvick, obviously with Harvick retiring at the end of the 2023 season, uh, you kind of you know thought maybe they would stay with Stewart Haas Racing, but they've decided to uh, swift swift switch over to a different organization and uh, see what Penske Racing and Joey Logano can do for him. So you'll see them on the side of the number 22, uh, and like you said, it's a multi multi year deal. Uh, looks like there's also some uh, money going over to the 12 of uh, Ryan Blaney. So it's uh, not just a 22 or not just a, a 12 deal. It's, it's both cars.
0: Yeah. So that, uh, I mean, it's good for Penske. Um, obviously it's two completely different personalities. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I wonder what that's actually going to do with their sales. Boost it or
1: bone it. Yeah. You know. see. Have you ever had Hunt Brothers Pizza? No, I have not. But I'm always Yeah, I, I see it's it's at a couple of gas stations. I think there's maybe one or two in Omaha. Uh I, I I've seen them I, I very vaguely remember seeing them. And I usually see them when I'm out like heading south down to uh Kansas City or uh down to the Ozarks. They're they're not real popular up this way.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I think I've seen signs in Kansas City, but I have never
1: had. Yeah, I know the, feel, the feeling. I'm getting with my memory is that they, they've they are on the side of a gas station here, but the gas station is closed down, so it's an old sign. Uh, but I've I've never had them, and uh, it's not something I regularly see. So it', it uh, something that's on my list to to do. They're a supporter of NASCAR, so I'll I'll definitely. Uh, uh i'll definitely give that a reason to eat a slice of pizza
0: well exactly i i wouldn't you know if i was hungry for pizza and it was sitting there hell yeah i'd walk in you know absolutely but uh i just never have as far as i know
1: hey you remember back around august when uh ryan priest went for a little nasty ride uh at daytona and there was a lot of people and I, i think we actually talked about it on this show too of why is that grassy area along the backstretch of uh, Daytona International Raceway still grass? Don't you think they pave that and uh, and allow you know if, if drivers are going to slide across there on all fours that to kind of slow them down a little bit because the grass sliding across grass doesn't do doesn't slow you down much at all. Um, well, I bring that up because Daytona has paved that backstretch of grass, uh, so they they got rid of that grassy patch and it's now all pavement.
0: Yeah, and to be honest with you. They could do that in what they call the football field up there in the trioval. oval mm-hmm. That's what they call that area at every racetrack between Pitt Road and the front straightaway where they've got grass, whether it be Michigan, Daytona, etc. They could go ahead and pave that and paint it the right color green, and nobody in the grandstands would know the difference.
1: You really wouldn't. It's purely cosmetic.
0: Well, and I've been at Michigan. Well, not Michigan. I was at Vegas several times when half of that was just painted dirt. <laughs> there was a little clump of grass here
1: and there. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah. you know,
1: nobody ever said anything
0: about it. It looks fine on TV.
1: I, I think most people that listen to this or know us or know me know that I'm I'm kind of a tree hugger, a little bit of an environmentalist. And when there can be grass, there should be grass rather than pavement. When there can be trees, there should be trees. But in this case, inside of a racetrack, I think it's a little bit safer for it to be pavement. So I'm, I'm all for paving over all the grass at the racetrack's. Uh, it, it seems to be a slow progression. Uh, the, the their racetracks are slowly getting rid of the grass at uh, in the infield and in the back stretches and uh, various places, just because it's or not infield, but I suppose, uh, like you said, the the football field uh, that they call on the front stretch there. They're, they're, it's just a lot safer to have pavement there than grass. Right. Well, I, I well, suppose you could make an can... argument that if you're flipping, it's a lot softer to to flip on ground rather than concrete. But we saw with Ryan Priest's deal that uh, it, it seems like he everything that is designed to keep that car locked to the ground goes away when you hit grass.
0: Well and yeah and when you look at the uh on the football fields where they've got a couple drains and stuff like that, and you see the cars hit those and just you know destroy the front of the car.
1: AKA Carl mm-hmm. Edwards.
0: Yeah, yeah it was several others. But yeah, yeah Carl Edwards made it famous. But uh um, you could take those drains out, and you could just smooth it all It'd be like glass. Mm-hmm. Yep, asphalt or concrete, glass, and you wouldn't have to worry about tearing your car up down there.
1: Uh, Tony Stewart, three-time NASCAR champion, announced uh, last week at PRI that him and his wife Leah Pruitt are uh, going to be working on having a family in 2024. So she is uh, going to be stepping away from her full-time NHRA ride. And Tony will be stepping into that ride to take over the seat for the season as uh, I, I would assume if they he said that they're working on building a family, that they're either uh, pretty far along in uh, getting pregnant or uh, they're fully anticipating being pregnant by the time race season starts. So uh, they're just kind of making the change early and, and just uh, Tony's going to take over and, and drive that dragster, the top fuel dragster for the season. And uh, we'll see what happens next season. Yeah.
0: Next season, they'll probably both be in them.
1: Yeah. If he's having fun and he's winning, why not?
0: Yeah. Um, uh, he's going to need a steep learning curve there. So yeah. that's uh, that's a whole different ball game from what he's been doing with these alcohol cars. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does with it. You know?
1: I, I think it'll be a nice boost at these uh, at the NHRA events. Uh, a lot of NASCAR fans may come over there just for their opportunity to see Tony Stewart and possibly meet him. Might get some nice crossover.
0: Yeah, well, doesn't really help it. Uh, NASCAR because nope. 99.9% of NHRA events are on Sunday. So, mm.
1: mm-hmm.
0: And the schedule's grown so much. I mean, I can remember when NHRA had one race a month. <laughs> you know, now they... I don't know. They got at least 20 some odd. Yeah. But uh, back in the NASCAR end of the world, uh, uh, our buddy that uh, uh, we've got a hat there in the uh, prize vault from, oh, Carson Hokovar. Mm. he picked up a sponsor of uh, the Ziegler Auto Group. Oh, nice. He's going to come up and uh, do him. Uh, Ziegler had evidently been, I saw earlier with, uh, I think it was Justin Haley but has uh, jumped on board and i'm sure it's just you know uh, uh, the article didn't say how long it was for or how many races that i was able to see but uh yeah there was uh stuff going on and uh, it looks like uh niche motorsports is also putting him together a late model to run
1: down at the dome oh nice so, uh, i believe the dome is coming up this weekend right uh correct it's uh um
0: is that 15th and six or 14, 15th and 16th. I think it's three days. Yeah. We start in four days. Anybody's going down, hang out. It's, uh, definitely something, uh, that you should go to once I've been there. Dan hasn't gone down there yet, but I went and, uh, I enjoyed my time there. It was definitely something a little different to see.
1: Yeah. I finally got the uh, page to pull up Thursday, Friday, Saturday of this coming weekend. Um, Yeah. And and us guys that, you know, James Rowland and Kurt Merrill and Ryan Kumpf and uh, kind of the boys have have kicked around the idea of running down there for a weekend. But, man, it's just it's first off, I can't get away uh, in December. No, with the uh, alcohol business, there's just no way. Uh, So it's tough for me to get away. So maybe one of these years when I I get to go full time with the computer company, uh, I'll be able to sneak away. But uh, it's tough to do and pretty tough to do in December. Uh, back up to NASCAR. Something we didn't get a chance to talk about uh, last week was the uh, massive uh, media rights agreement that NASCAR announced uh, end of November. The a uh, four group announcement. Uh, they're going to have Fox, NBC, Amazon, and Warner Brothers Discovery as the uh, as uh, the media rights for twenty twenty five. And it's, it's a, I keep saying massive, uh, seven year deal. And I believe, uh, according to Bob Pockris or no Jayski, uh, all of the NASCAR media rights that were signed amongst the three top tiers. So that does include the CW's deal for Xfinity. Uh, NASCAR is going to be bringing in somewhere around $1.1 billion a year. With these uh, seven-year deals amongst the uh, three tour- major touring series, uh, and this is—I mean, when I saw this, I was just over the moon excited that the fact they were able to to get a bigger deal, uh, more money into the pockets of the teams and the tracks, and to kind of uh, add more money into the sport. Uh, and it's all moving in the direction of we're it's probably someday NASCAR is going to have some sort of their own streaming service or partner with somebody like Amazon or Netflix or some, some major streaming service to, to take over the entire thing. And
0: uh, that's what we said, or that's what I said anyway, when they announced the CW deal, mm -hmm. I said by the end of that seven years, NASCAR will be streaming on their own somehow. Yeah, I I think so. Partnership or whatever, but. You know, it only makes sense and say goodbye to NBC sports.
1: I'm, and I'm fine with the first part of that. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I do like too. NBC sports. Uh, anybody that listens to this show knows that you and I are not a fan of the, of the Fox coverage. Uh, it, it, it's pretty rough, but um, it, it, this is an awesome deal. I'm, I'm really uh, excited about this and uh, I'm an Amazon prime member, so I don't have to worry about uh, finding that service and, I've got YouTube TV so TNT Sports, NBC Sports and Fox Sports should all be covered so I don't have to worry anything at all about finding NASCAR races.
0: Well, I remember and I haven't looked at that agreement since those first couple days it came out and read anything on it, but I thought TNT was part of that.
1: They are. I believe that's the Warner Brothers Discovery Network is okay. is that's the mother company but it it although they haven't announced what race it, they don't even have the 2025 schedule out yet, but uh, it sounds like amongst Fox Sports is going to be broke up between the Fox main channel and Fox Sports 1. NBC is going to be broken up amongst Peacock and um, NBC Sports and possibly the, probably the NBC Sports app also. Amazon Prime's got some of it. And then it says TNT Sports is a part of the graphic. So um, there'll they'll probably be some stuff crossed over between all the different uh, networks that Warner Brothers and Discovery owns as a whole.
0: I'm trying to remember exactly how it broke up. Um, Fox gets the clash right at the beginning of the year. And then they get the first, I believe it was um, 12 points playing races. I think it's 14 for Fox. Um, That doesn't sound right. I think it was, I think it was 12 for Fox. Then I don't remember the, the time in the Warner brothers deal, but they each had six races. And then NBC come on for the end. They got the last two of the regular season and then had the 10 for the chase for the play. I
1: I think we're both right on the TNT or the Fox Sports. It says they're going to cover the uh, 14 NASCAR Cup Series races to start the season. So that's the Bush Clash, the Daytona 500, and the NASCAR All-Star Race. So the 14 includes the Bush Clash and then what, 13 points paying races?
0: 12 points races plus two races. Okay. Yeah. All-star race in a clash mm-hmm. or unless they were, you know, somebody has got to cover the twin qualifiers, the twin one fifties Thursday night at Daytona. Uh,
1: I mean, it it says in, including practice and qualifying for the Bushlight clash. I, I would imagine Fox sports is going to cover those two.
0: Well, like I said, but that's not, that has nothing to do with the clash. So
1: yeah, the
0: twins are all day. That's all part of Daytona's deal. So I'm sure I'm, I'm sure they've got that too.
1: So, big deal but that that doesn't come into effect till 2025, so we still got one more year of uh, it being on Fox Sports, Fox Sports 1, NBC Sports, Peacock, uh, all those kind of fun networks. So, um also uh want to talk about Iowa Speedway. We talked about it uh it sold out for their uh 2024 race in June. Bob Pocrus uh put out a tweet early December says NASCAR announced that the race at Iowa speedway is sold off for grandstands and camping. His sources say that grandstand capacity is approximately 24,000. There is no plans to add any additional temporary grandstand seating uh, for Iowa speedway, nor the Daytona 500. So that that's kind of a, uh, I'm, I'm honestly kind of surprised if, if you know, there's a demand there. You've already sold out grain stand tickets and campground tickets and everything you could sell out. You've got six months. Throw in another thousand. Throw in another two thousand, five thousand seats. Do something to to accommodate the demand.
0: Yeah, they could throw another three to five thousand seats in both turns four and turn one. Yeah, without an issue. But they I, I, must have we must have taken and done them the Kansas Speedway route, and like taken out every other row of seats. Yeah, because that would put about that about twenty four thousand. That would be about half of that. Mm-hmm. So at least there's nice, roomy seats, and they got cup holders and all that kind of stuff. So
1: yeah,
0: but to me, having a, a cup race in a <laughs> with a twenty four thousand seating capacity, that just it, it sounds silly.
1: Well, it's you're just missing out on opportunities to make money. I mean, I'm I'm just really surprised that Iowa Speedway is not going the extra mile to to maximize on this because, like you said, it if if this is a one and done, you're not going to get an opportunity to to do this again. And what we've seen in the past is that year number one for a race at a at a racetrack like we're having this situation with Iowa, uh, it, it, there's huge demand for it, and then year well, two, we were- year three, year four. If it's a continuous deal, the demand gets a little bit less and less each year.
0: Well, it just depends on how the race is. Yeah. You know, if they go three, you know, have a great race this year, they could probably have, you know, sell out tickets two or three years. But they had 60 plus thousand in 2009 at that first nationwide race or now Xfinity race, but nationwide at the time I was there. Yeah. You know, uh, it was craziness. So and, and we're kind, surprised I, that they're going to sell out 24,000 and call it good. That's yeah. ridiculous.
1: And maybe I guess his said, he they said in the tweet says there's no plan to add any additional temporary grandstands for Iowa nor for Daytona for the Daytona 500. Um, but they could change their mind. I mean, for Daytona 500, I can see you're two months away. The logistics to try to get that executed would be very difficult as opposed to Iowa Speedway. You're six months away. You should be able to get that worked out in two to three months and then go back to the people that paid the money to be in line to get the tickets and say, Hey, we've added more additional CD. Here's your opportunity to buy more tickets. Like I just, I, but maybe his sources are wrong or they're not telling him that they're adding. I don't know. I, I'm just, I guess I'm giving the benefit of the doubt and I'm not finding many opportunities to do that.
0: Yeah, it's. Uh, I think they charged them. Was it $25?
1: I think yeah, yeah. Now i i, I had what I, got told. I had a couple of people that told me they never even got notified that tickets were on sale or were available, which tells me that they were so far back in line that by the time it got to them, tickets were already gone, so they never even bothered notifying people.
0: Well, uh, to me that sounds stupid because you weren't in a line. They didn't take and, and preset you in a line. It was just you know, you had to write. To you know, you were pre-registered to uh, jump in and buy a ticket. Yeah, I don't think they'd sell rights for fifty thousand tickets if they knew they only had twenty-four thousand. Or that could explain why they don't have to build seats and sell twenty-five, you know, thousand more seats or whatever.
1: Well, maybe that's it. Maybe they only had pre-sales of of twenty-four thousand five hundred, or maybe not enough to justify bringing in tickets. But I, I don't know. It. I guess we could speculate on this all day and. Either way, we're going to go to Iowa Speedway in June and, and watch a great, hopefully watch a great race and have a good weekend with the uh, Cup Series and uh, Xfinity Series. So, yeah,
0: yeah, I think we'll have a good time there. Always, noth- it doesn't get too awful hot.
1: Yeah, I got nothing else. You got anything else? No,
0: um, I think we covered pretty much everything I've been talking about. I did see one one thing on Facebook from my uh, old crew chief buddy, Wally Rogers, who spent the last several years with uh, Niche Motorsports. hmm he didn't write a whole lot about it. And he didn't answer any questions. Somehow, their crew got invited to Detroit and they played flag football in the dome. Really? <laughs> and, you know, they showed all these guys with these jerseys on, said Nice Motorsports and whatnot. And they got, you know, pictures on the fields and stuff like that. And, you know, he mentioned something about what time their game was and whatnot. And uh, that was kind of the last I heard about it. But old Wally's taking a step back in, I don't remember how many years, 20-some-odd years he said he'd been on the road doing this, but he's going to take a back-in-the-shop job with Niece. So I don't know if he's going to be like director of uh, competition development or something like that, but his track time is going to be significantly decreased. And there Mr. Thad Thad Moffitt, uh, Richard Petty's, uh, grandson mm-hmm. has put a group together. They're going back to the original Richard Petty facility and going to run a truck team. Oh, cool. Out of there by Chevrolet or it's the trucks. They already showed her Chevrolet number 46. I can't remember who they showed on the sponsor of the first truck, but the 46 has a storied history with a lot of good years with Dennis Setzer and, and some people, uh, running for uh, uh, dollar uh, oh, who was David Dollar's partner? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, the David Dollar out of Oklahoma had been a setzer in the truck with a couple second place years and won a lot of races. Uh, then he had Randy Moss as a partner, the football player for a while, um, had Mike Skinner behind the wheel at that time. Um, so that 46 number has a big history. Uh, Morgan Dollar, the Morgan people wow. with accident computers. Those were David Dollar's partners. Got it. And, uh, but yeah, I think the Chevy stuff, I think all those parts are probably, uh, from the Gallagher group, the GSM that, uh, shut down late this season. Yeah. And closed their doors. They were a Chevy outfit. But with, uh, Legacy switching over to Toyota, you know, up on the big circuit, I don't think, Uh, Chevrolet was probably going to uh, give them a whole lot of anything with their lower division teams after they balked at the big leagues for them. So um, that's just my guess on that whole deal. But they showed a Chevy picture, and I know all that stuff was for sale and would be easy to get used. You know, good luck to old Thad Moffitt.
1: Yeah, good luck. All right, that's going to do it for us in turn number one. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. Like I mentioned earlier, Tony Peterson is going to join us in turn number two. Your Onawad Dragway, one of your Onawad Dragway track champions. We're rolling through those interviews. And uh, then, uh, yeah, like I said, we're going to be back in turn number two with that interview. Hang tight. Dirk and I'll be right back. great times great food get to quaker steak and lube quaker steak and lube at council bluffs continues to offer the best wings burgers and steaks seven days a week along with great daily specials mondays are kids night where kids eat for just 99 cents with the purchase of an adult entree tuesdays is all you can eat wings night for just 17 dollars Enjoy a half rack of baby back ribs for just $13.50 on Wednesdays and you choose on Thursdays for just $12. You can pick between 15 fried shrimp, a pickup cheeseburger, 15 breaded wings, or 6 boneless wings. Check out Quaker Steak and Lube and Council Bluffs on Facebook for all their daily specials. Get to
2: Quaker Steak and Lube. We're
0: hooked up in turn two and still showing the green flag on the front stretch.
1: Welcome back to the front stretch. Rolling into turn number two presented by Quaker Steak and Lube in Council Bluffs. Get over to the lube today. That Parmesan garlic sauce is absolutely amazing. Uh, a lot of our fans will recognize the name Robbie Anderson. A couple of weeks back, uh, we got together for a night of, uh, of uh, libations at, uh, at Robbie and his uh, lovely wife uh, Shelby's house. And we brought over some Kentucky bourbon glaze. That is one of the top new sauces that is out um no heat to it just nice and and kind of uh, well barbecuey. Uh, just absolutely delicious mm-hmm. get down to quaker steak and lube today enjoy some of the best wings in the area of course when it comes to wings nice fat thick but it's the sauce you don't want any of these anorexic wings you want some nice big wings and that sauce is what it's all about get it down on, you know, on tuesday nights for all you can eat wings you could sample several different flavors and uh, find a sauce that you really, really enjoy. Quaker Stake and Council Blast, the official watering hole of the front stretch. Continuing our Ottawa Dragway uh, Champions interviews, we're talking to the top ET champion, uh, Tony Peterson. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good? Doing real Calm good. Calm down after your big championship? Yeah, yeah, it was,
2: a, it was a good time. How'd you do down at the finals? Uh, runnered up. It was Run it up close. Yes, yeah, so it was. It was fourteenth red. Wow, yeah. oh, it is what it is. But you got the video on your phone? Show uh, us. I've watched the YouTube. I don't have the video, but I've watched the YouTube like seven times. It's on YouTube. <laughs> and the last one, I, the last one I watched it yesterday. Actually, I didn't watch the finals again. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Too hurt. Oh yeah, I was. I soon. was too packed going into the into the into the finals, and then went red. So
1: yeah. Uh, talking a little bit about that, what's your mentality coming out of there? Are are you excited that you got that far, or are you frustrated that you got that close? Kind of both, but it was – that's the
2: furthest I've ever been. So being runner-up, I'm I'm good with it. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the paycheck was decent. It wasn't bad. (laughs) And uh, uh, what do you end up – because you also finished top ten nationally in points, correct? Um, No. I was number two in the nation. For a wow. in the world finals, yeah. So
1: bridesmaid again.
2: Yeah, but how about the first time? <laughs> <laughs> Next time I'll get, I'll get, I hope to get the other one. There you go, but that yeah. one spot closer. How, uh, many, how many rounds did you run down there? Ah, uh, I think there were five or six rounds. Well, so
0: there was enough cars.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, the world finals is everybody in the whole country uh, coming down to all the champions in the whole country coming down to that point. And you're, racing, you're not racing scrubs, you know, right. you're, you're racing good people. Well, you go to any national event, or
0: 99% of the time, you're racing good people. Yeah. So.
2: I mean, it's not like, you're, even at your local track, you're not racing bad people, but this were the best of the best. Right. I, I was happy to be there. Yeah. <laughs> and we, you know, it we went to that point. I got to that point, and it was it was pretty amazing. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? I actually started racing 100% in 2012. Okay. So my my father, we built a car for a truck for him. He got an S10. He runs super gas, super street. And then uh, I took over his 71 Nova that he bought when I was not born yet. (laughs) In March when I wasn't born yet. Wait, you said 71 Nova? Yeah. That is one of my favorite cars. Yep. So I got a 71 Nova. He gave it to me actually when I turned 40 years old. Thinking I would never, ever, ever get that. And then when I turned 40, I got the title for it. So I've. I was pretty, pretty stoked about that. I did a whole lot of changes to it and raced in it. And I won a lot in it. And then, then uh, the 67, I started building with my brother. And uh, we, it took about two and a half years to build, and it's been fun, too. Moved and up to a different class, I like pro class or, or mod, mm-hmm. and then moved up to super pro or top ET. So um, you've got all the electronics you want. Uh, I got more now that i won a little bit of money. <laughs> What is that? A, a
0: five ninety nine in quicker
2: class, or uh, I don't think there's too much of a limit okay. on IHRA. i A. I'm not a hundred percent, but it it's uh because you can run you can run in the sevens. It's just a box class. You got a delay box, then you're good. So I know that, yeah. isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> we had to explain that to him. That, earlier. Hey, that's that's a start. I've never. I mean, I've, I've never been exposed to this stuff. I, I always mean, besides say doing these interviews, I've been to one. One drag race, I think. Gotta, that was you on gotta, TV. <laughs> you got
2: you to change that.
1: No, it was imperson, and I, I, I'm, I'm not afraid to say I piddled a little bit when they went off the start line for the first time.
2: Yeah, if it was a national event,
1: you you gotta. And it yeah. wasn't a national. I mean, it was down at uh, at PJ. I, unfortunately, I still oh, haven't made it out yeah. to Ottawa yet. Oh, you need to go to a national. I know. Event. They keep telling me they gotta get. I gotta get over there, and I. You go to a national event, and watch top field go. It's it's something.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Make every, make sure you you got somebody to video you. <laughs> I love the
1: video of that little kid.
2: They just Uh, jump.
1: Oh, yeah, because I think he's just sitting there. He's, like, (coughs) chewing on a little fry, and all of a sudden he just –
2: Yeah, it's it's, uh, (laughs) –
1: it's something. I I thought NASCAR was loud. My first experience, 2010, I walked (coughs) into turn one at Kansas Speedway just as they dropped the green (coughs) flag and heard that roar, and I was like, that is amazing. But – you need it's to not even close.
2: NHRA or top fuel, you need to be at the starting line and you need to be at the finish line because yeah. it's, it's 10,000, 11,000 horsepower at the finish line. It's insane. Chris yeah.
1: Krug was just down in Texas for a big show, I think. Texas or Las Vegas?
0: Well, he was probably at seeing a show in Vegas.
1: That might have been it, but he was because uh, my race pass is getting into the, the drag racing world and, helping those, and starting to branch out to that side of it, too. And so he was over there being an ambassador for some stuff and – I was getting Snapchats every 10 minutes as guys were going down the the line, and he is just absolutely hooked now. And this has been a cart racer around the area. His family's big at circle track. And all of a sudden, he's like, "Ah, you guys need to check out this drag racing thing. There's something here. It is definitely addicting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. My first top fuel experience was at uh, KCIR, the old, original KCIR. Yep. Five miles south of I-70 on Nolan Road. I'd gone to I-70 Speedway and watched Kenny Schrader race Dirt on Saturday night. Then we went over the drag races Sunday. They had a match race. Garlitz, Dick LaHaye, Eddie Hill, Man, and I don't a, remember who the fourth one was. That's an old no, name that I remember. Dude, I've never been around Top Fuel, so we're over. and I got a super street car at that time, so I, I know what drag racing is, but never been around these Top Fuels, and, of course, they're pits. Garlitz is under this tree, you know, finding a little shade. And, they just finished putting the engine together and they're uh, belting on the blower and and everything and he's getting ready to start it and I'm hung over like a big dog I got like this two gallon cup of Pepsi or something (laughs) that I'm sucking on and I'm holding this thing in front of me and they fired that car up and you know you start to go blind from the fuel coming out the raw fuel coming out and uh, Don's sitting in the car and he's got his uh, crew chief I don't remember what that guy's name is he was with him forever and he reaches over and he whacks that throttle. They had so much overdrive in that blower, it sucked the pop right out of my paper mm-hmm. cup, and my cup collapsed.
2: And there's like ten people around me with this stripe of Pepsi all over. <laughs> I wish they did that more often. They don't really do it. You go to a national event, they don't just rack the throttle real quick. They just run them and then they shut them off. Yep. It was great when they when they did that. Well, uh, let's, let's get back. Any to any
1: match races anymore either. Let's get back to talking about Tony. So. Got started two thousand twelve if my memory that, that's right. when I started going full full time.
2: I've been racing since I bought a Nova or got a Nova in nineteen seventy or nineteen ninety two, I think. My first Nova was seventy four Nova and I went I'm from Denver, so I went to Bandamere the first time. I got a license, I got a car, I'm gonna go have fun. Yeah. And then uh I, I moved out to to Omaha in, in permanently for in ninety six and and we always worried about my dad's car getting it. The, the nova that the 71 that i had and, and at 2012 i started racing more often so it's it kind of progressed to that part so and then you built you said a 67 yep yep it's a it's my built i built the motor i built the, i didn't build the transmit, i built the motor i built the chassis i did all the body work on it and uh, dad helped me with that and my brother he's also a helper with that as well so. Is your brother here? He's not. He's in Chicago. Okay. It was it was one of those points where he he bought he bought this Nova back in the, in uh, oh, must be the late nineties, early nineties, and it'd been sitting and sitting and it was a it was a basket case, and uh, I I called him. I said people want to buy it. I was like, well, you want to buy it. You want to sell it or do you, do you want to do the? I'll do all the hard work. You just give me some money. <laughs> And so we agreed on, on that, and uh, it took two and a half years to – which is, I guess that ain't bad. Yeah. but What do you do for a full-time job? I work for the cable company in Omaha, Cox Cable. Cox Cable? Yeah. Been with them 26 years. Wow. Long
1: Boo time. Hiss. Going
2: on 27. Boo, hiss. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for them? Uh, field, field rep.
1: All right, so you got kicked off? If you were a telemarketer or something like that. So
2: no, I never did. I've been a field <laughs> rep all <laughs> since I started.
1: So you're in charge of going and repairing the cable yeah. lines, upgrading stuff inside kind of inside the house. Yeah, kind yeah. of okay. yeah. hooking all
2: his buddies up for free. <laughs> <laughs> can't even do that. <laughs> not You probably don't get it for free anymore. Twenty. No, I don't. Yeah. That government said no. Used to government. Damn government, (laughs) come in and say no. Twenty
1: six years doing the same
2: thing. We get we get taxed on a a hot dog, or we get a free hot dog. (laughs) I ain't kidding. I sold cars. I got taxed on a free pen they gave me as a three year anniversary gift.
1: Didn't used to be. Well, I I imagine it just going twenty six years into something. You probably started your career putting in a lot of telephone lines and. Uh, I I really, I
2: actually didn't plan on being there that long. (laughs) 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 I started right after ninety seven. uh snowstorm that they had mm-hmm. november 2nd was my first day wow so after you that that 26 years yeah yep jeez so i remember that storm it was uh, i mean i go from a cush job i was working for my dad he, he had a business before he retired and i worked for him and i started work i was working eight to five monday through friday and i go to a job and I, it's after that storm we were we were uh, 18 days straight 12 14 hours days like good overtime check though. Did your dad pay overtime? No, but <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I would love to have a storm today. 26 <laughs> years later,
1: it's coming. <laughs> One of these days, it's coming. I'll, I'll work. I'll do it. Cause yeah. Because the paychecks were garbage back. <laughs> <laughs> are you? Are you? Uh, are you guys union? No. 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 Uh, no formation, anything like that? No sir. Yeah. Because uh, then the paychecks would be really good. Yeah, well, not necessarily. They would be getting good paychecks. The
2: union would be getting good paychecks. <laughs> I've been down that road before. Yeah. I'm not a fan. What so. your dad? what'd your dad do? He was an RV. He uh, RV tech. He had an RV repair business for thirty some years. Okay. He'd been you in did, the business forever.
1: Did you have an option to take it over, or was it kind of one of those things where you're like, eh? There, there, there was some things. Yeah.
2: But he ended up retiring and selling the property, and good. For, it was good for him. Yeah. Good. So.
1: Good. All right, uh, we're talking uh, about your uh, track championship at Ottawa. Let's talk about the season. Obviously, it went about as good as it can. Uh, got the championship, but season was good. Towards the end of the end of the season, I started struggling a
2: bit. We uh, luckily had some weather issues. I had a guy coming, pretty pretty good. He was gonna possibility of overtaking it, and. Uh, he's a good racer but uh yeah. I ended up getting it. We had a, we had a rain out so uh was <clears> it
1: the last points night was a rain out so it kind of locked it in for you?
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. So the, they they called Sunday for a rain out and uh I think he was 27 points behind me at the end. Yeah. So
1: that's I mean that's just uh, that's the way it happens but it, going into that last night I imagine it would have been a little stressful yeah. trying to hold him off. Oh, I was wa- I was watching the race. Yeah. I'm like yeah and i didn't I didn't do well
2: at that point, so it's you got beat first and it is what it is
1: yeah still though uh picking up a championship is this your first one yeah yeah,
2: actually first championship to the, to the family, so it was uh it's something
1: nice so that's a pretty big deal, yeah who are you bragging to the most
2: uh anybody yeah. <laughs> I would hope so.
1: Dad or brother, which one more?
2: Well, I tell my brother, I, I, I was like, I, I would have won if you were there. He didn't. He didn't go into Holly Springs. No. No. And uh, he was he was thinking about it, but he just got busy. And I, I told him, I was like, Well, I'd have won if you were there. <laughs> but I'm good with I'm good with where we're at.
1: What else you got going on? Did you go race anywhere else
2: this year? I didn't race a whole lot anywhere else. It was just. Time time off. You yeah. didn't even go to Topeka for the final? I went there to watch my friend race in Topeka. Okay. Yep. And he did he didn't do so great, but it was fun to watch him. Mm-hmm. Fun to watch him.
0: Any any time you go to a national event, I mean I never drove at a national mm-hmm. event, I drove a couple of points meets. But you know, even those were you know, it just seemed so much different than just going to Scribner. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah. The the uh NHRA E. T. Finals at Topeka was the most it, it's been the most fun that I've ever had. I never I didn't do any good at, at those. I did good in the, the gamblers races, but when it come down to the day of, uh, and it's not like I I would get by get beat by one or four or three 000, You know it's not like I got destroyed. It was, yeah, it was good or races, so you can't be mad. So, and actually, the the at at Holly Springs this year it was uh, I was eighty nine red. First round. But the funny thing is, he left first, and he was three red. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, I was double O's all the way to the finals until that 14 red. So.
1: Hey, can you define what he just
2: said? <laughs> he red-lit. Okay. But yeah. not
1: red-lit it as bad as the other guy?
2: Right. He he, he was a slower <laughs> car, so he left first, and he red-lit first. <laughs> oh. so, so now in Topeka, so he was double three red. If you were at Topeka doing theirs or anywhere Compulink Comp- is, if you red light worse, you lose. Huh. But he could be a, ha- a second and a half ahead of you, and you're like, oh, we got a green light. And you left, and you're red. <laughs> but you don't know until you leave. Yeah. It's, an, it's, it's, an emotional, it's an emotional wreck yeah. is what it is. A <laughs> <laughs> little, little bit of stress? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd you you be excited. It's like, oh, I won. He went red. And you're like, oh, I went red. So we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You went worse red. <laughs> They, they didn't have that down at Holly Springs, which I'm glad. Did you, uh, <laughs> did you do any big traveling or mostly stick around here? I mostly stuck around at Ottawa. I, I usually race at Kearney, too, but um, time and, and money didn't, didn't allow it. Yeah. So
1: Those are uh, two big factors.
2: Yeah. How yeah. old are you? I'm 48. Yeah. yeah. And, if, you know, what's funny is Holly Springs was on October 7th. That's my birthday. I run it up on October 7th. <laughs> I was hoping to win. My mom. The last time my mom came to watch me race, she was actually come down from from Colorado to watch me race. And, and the last time that she showed up, I won. Did, well, this uh, happened to be on my birthday, and I run it up. But <laughs> did you go shake the guy's hand before you ran? You know, I wish tried him good to luck. I tried to. And yes. tell him it was your birthday. No, <laughs> Hey man, no. it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I actually, when I I went to Conlon, because he got a, We all had the. Deli- Three of the last four cars were Chevy Twos, in the finals. Okay, semis and finals, and I went and talked to the guy. I was like, "Hey, man, you got some. You got a beautiful car here. I got a beautiful Chevy Two, '67, and his was '66, and it's beautiful. And I, I did go to to say hey, you got a nice car,' and it, it just it didn't work out like I thought it was going to work out. I, you know, most of the races are good and friendly and talk, and I didn't get that from this dude. So no. It, it hurt a little more because of that. Yeah. Not not winning, but... Because you wanted to beat the brick? Well, it, it's... it <laughs> yeah. is That's what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's... You know, I'm, I like to think that I'm, a, I'm yeah. a, a good guy to talk to. I'll talk to anybody. I don't care if you got a billion dollars or, or four dollars. I I like talking to you. You know, everybody knows something.
1: Yeah. It, it's it's a part of the fun. Who We had somebody come on here. Uh, I, <clears throat> I'm kind of drawing a blank on who it was that was talking to us about it. But a part of the fun of this is the competitors the friendliness the 100 percent? it's just meeting these new people and, and learning a little bit about them and and everyone's always got a history and they got great stories and you know usually the stories go down really well around another around a couple of cans of beer just having a good time and it's it's, it's kind of it kind of stinks when there's somebody that's just a little bit sour i don't i don't like that and is is rod he uh he's our track
2: manager at onawa mm-hmm. the camaraderie that that we need to get back to racing, you know. I think I think a lot of part of it is people walk in, r- they roll in with these five hundred thousand dollar machines and complain that they got a, f- oh, they only won a thousand dollars. Yeah.
1: Don't roll in with a
2: that much money, you
1: know. Yep. In uh, <clears and> the <throat> similar note with that, uh, kind of on that tone, um, me and a friend of mine that, that do announcing on Eagle Raceway, we've always wanted to find some sort of a feature of like um, the open trailer guys. You know, these guys, that they understand that you don't have to have an enclosed trailer and they don't spend make, all this money. They, they don't, don't make any faster. They don't make you win either. Yeah. Well, it and can I'm make a, you a little bit more comfortable during those hot summer months when you maybe got a fan on your or air yeah, conditioner or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I but, get that.
2: But, you know, I, I started out with my 67 on, on a trailer, right? Open trailer. It was women like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to... I had to stop ca- there, I had this Camaro come up, they come up by me, and I'm towing it, you know, and I'm going to Carney actually, to yeah. race, and they come up all of a sudden they back up, and it was cool, yeah, I wasn't mad about it. <laughs> that's the safest way to put it
1: yeah oh i I love seeing that driving down the interstate, and all of a sudden you see an open uh a, a race car and a trailer and i'm I'm rubber it too i'm yep. who is it who, where are they headed it, you know and don't
2: and, don't get those rubberneckers when you got a closed trailer, yeah, and I have one now, but it's, it's to pr- protect my investment. So. Yeah, now,
0: You don't ever see any articles. I've never seen a news deal on any weekend anywhere of an open trailer that bursts into flames on the way to the True racetrack. That. <laughs> True that. Yeah, yeah
1: it's, those open trailers usually don't have those issues. And I would, like you said, they're a they're hell of a lot cheaper to maintain, and they don't make you any faster at the racetrack.
2: They just protect your investment if you gotta enclose. I don't know how many times that I took that open trailer, and it seemed like my my car's a it's a black car, it's a beautiful car. Every time I took it out of out of the garage, it would rain. Every time I take it to the track on an open trailer, it would rain. I got tired of that. It, you yeah. know, I, my '71, it's a beautiful car too, but I never worried about it. Yeah. I don't know why. I worry about this one.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
2: I
0: saw a trailer at uh, a dirt race, first time I went to Daytona, Volusia County Speedway. Um, Tony Izzo, out of Chicago, (laughs) had a stacker, two late models on the top. The top half of the trailer was Lexan. That was cool. Yeah, that is cool. That is really cool, actually. Yep, and as I was driving by him on the way to the airport, the car in the front was about half there. Just totally destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> the other car was in good shape. but uh, yeah. Wait, the, so the top half? Yeah, uh, where the cars sit. You've been okay. in a closed trailer where the cars were. That was yeah. Lexan, so you could see the cars. Oh,
1: interesting. That's interesting.
0: That was 20-some-odd years ago. That's 2001.
1: We're talking with Tony Peterson, your top ET champ at Ottawa Dragway. Uh, Takeaway from this season, what, what's something you learned? Uh, Learning-wise...
2: It's uh, there's a lot of people out there. A lot of competition out there. It's yeah. it's tough. It's not like it's easy. No, it's uh, it's it's something. You really gotta sh- you gotta learn who people are, how they work.
1: So what's that you're showing the YouTube video?
2: Yeah, this this is one of my races that I had. This was one of the the down in Mississippi. Yeah, that was down in Mississippi it was a gamblers race. I went, le- I got it shot left, and I ended up losing the race. But still, it's still a good time. That was two o'clock in the morning. I was four rounds deep and I didn't win at nothing. It went till 4.30 in the morning for the race. Jeez. But you can see how oh, it yeah. went towards the car, yeah. But they, yeah, that's the car and I, I'll show you what it looked like when, it, 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 if that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. So obviously I take pictures. Oh shoot. So this, this is, this, that's the car. The original car. Yeah, that's the car it was. The one people wanting to buy from wow. brother. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was going to go for four hundred bucks, but then that's what it is now. That's not the other wow. show. Yeah, yeah, it won best class. I remember best the money best of show That is a in his class. So
1: Matt, I mean, that is just beautiful dark black.
2: I did all the body work. Yeah. Light black isn't any good. Gotta right. Yeah, black. you got to have that dark. black.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just like that's a whole level of dark. Yeah, that's it's, insane. It's uh, it's. it's
2: it's a nice ride. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice ride. I didn't uh, it took me time.
1: You got anybody that helps you with this operation, or you My a brother,
2: man-man? my brother helps me. Yeah, I mean he helped build the car, and then and then here and there he he, he helps out. So.
1: How about? Does pops? he live in Chicago, or is he? He, he does live in Chicago. Yeah. yeah. yeah so it's he gotta he be li- tough for him to get over here and help out too much.
2: Yeah, he's he's more of a he's not a hands-on
1: guy. We're we're trying to get your dad some credit here. Yeah, he's right there. Yeah. He, he worked on it, too. Part of the operation, if it, if right?
2: It, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here, so. Yeah. In more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> Just, true that. True that. He, uh, Yeah, he obviously raced. He was always into cars, and yeah. I followed suit. You so. got any kids? I do not. No? No kids, never married. No? no? no. Right there with you, brother. Yeah.
1: It's got a whole uh, lot more hair up on top than I do. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, if I shave mine, I
2: might. <laughs> Mine's pretty pretty thin around yeah. right here. You I know? just
1: I said screw it. I'm I'm just I'm letting I'm just going aerodynamic. That's yeah. all. The long the longer it is, the, the less it looks like you have. Yeah, <laughs> <I> found that <laughs> out. So I keep it pretty short typically. Yeah. But Tony Peterson, congratulations on the championship, man. Thank you, sir. Okay, you, you want to thank your uh, dad? Thank,
2: thank my dad, my brother, yeah, my friends, my my my, uh, my crew chief Brian. He's a, he's, a, he's a good part of it. Good deal. He actually came down to Holly Springs as well. Planes for 2024. I'm um, doing some upgrades to the trailer, doing some upgrades to the car. Do oh. the maintenance on the trailer when you do them upgrades. Yeah, it's brand new. I bought it maintenance in Maintenance is important. <laughs> still better look at it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what is it they say that you're going to uh, uh, clean out those brake pads every uh, like 30, 20,000 miles or something like that? I don't know anymore
0: every
2: time I take they my car in they tell me I got I need to uh, flush out my brake fluid every couple of years I uh, I'll will pack bearings you know do the basic yeah. maintenance yeah but bearing buddies no <laughs> <laughs> Remember, my dad's an RV guy, right? Yeah. No. No. First we're not, we're heard, not doing bear, bearing buddies. First time I heard somebody <laughs> and they showed me what that was, I said, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to keep packing it full of grease. Yeah, It's coming out the backside and you ain't going to be able to stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tony, it's been a pleasure talking with you, bud. Thanks, sir. Appreciate the time. Pleasure to meet you. That's going to do it for us today. We're going to be back next week with another episode. big thanks to Quaker Steak and Luba Council Bluffs for all their support. And thank you to all you guys for listening to us. Make sure to get down to Joe's Carding and Council Bluffs. And if you're looking for any financial advice, rickhavenridgeadvice.com. For Dirk Houston, I'm Dan Taylor. This has been the Front Stretch. We'll Talk to you guys next week.